Hi, I'm Ashley Appap. And I'm Hayley Tanto. Welcome to Call an Adult, a Pretty Little Liars recap podcast. Each week we'll dive headfirst into the absolutely bonkers world of PLL as we recap episodes from season one of the iconic series. Where everyone is hot. And no one calls an adult. Let's Let's go, go, bitches. Hello, welcome to episode two of Call an Adult, a Pretty Little Liars podcast. Here we are. Haley. hello. Hello. Are we excited? I'm excited. We are. It's so so juicy. I can't, I really can't get over how juicy season one of, and all of it, but season one of PLL, just like all guns blazing all the time. Mm -hmm. Juice city, baby. It's Um, juice. It's juice. Hey, and we're not talking about OJ. Um, We're not talking about OJ. We're never going to be talking about it. But I do recommend American Crime Story, The People vs. OJ Simpson, one of my favorite seasons of TV of all time. That wig on Sarah Paulson. Oh, the wig. The wig. Um, It's so good. Well, so today we're doing episodes two and three, which are called The Jenna Thing and To Kill a Mocking Girl, which I love. (laughs) (laughs) I love The titles (laughs) of this oh of these episodes in the whole show but in this in this season they just go for it and we we gorgeous must respect the naming of the episodes we must respect i marlene king and whoever else came up with the names of these eps for sure absolutely i marlene king more like um, i marlene queen of naming episodes queen um all right i reckon Let's. It's time to find out what the Jenna thing is. It is talked about in the first episode, I think, at the end when Jenna Tamansursak, Australia's Ooh. own, uh, she rocks up to the funeral of Alison De Laurentiis. Rentis? Um, Alison the Apprentice. Alison the Apprentice. Yeah. And uh, they talk about the Jenna thing. So this episode is called the Jenna thing. Um, so I reckon let's dive into episode two. Yeah, we're going to read the Wikipedia description of each episode as well as we go through them. So uh, let's begin episode two, The Jenna Thing. With Jenna's return to Rosewood and to school, the girls are forced to face an unpleasant incident from their past in which, with Alison, they played a terrible prank by setting a... By setting... (laughs) (laughs) I want to just point out, this says, by setting a fire on Garage, not... By setting oh a no! Fire, which is very funny. No, no, no. We love inconsistencies. Oh no! In by Wikipedia. setting a fire on a garage. That's such a weird but sentence. I what love she it. does is she. We'll get into it. By setting we'll it. a garage on fire, <laughs> on Jenna's stepbrother Toby, <laughs> which went horribly wrong. Okay, a twelve-year-old wrote this for sure. This Leaving is the longest Jenna... sentence I've ever seen, and I write the longest sentences. This oh is insane. Oh my god, me too. I love a Sorry, comma. you're nearly this finished is... this sentence. Keep going. This is comma city. <laughs> the last bit of the sentence is leaving Jenna blind. Bam. They Bam. They thought this dark secret had been sealed forever, but A won't let them forget it. Meanwhile, questions about the night of Alison's disappearance begin to arise as the events of that fateful night continue to haunt them. Arya applies for the transference from Ezra's class, but her application is rejected. They later make out in his car after Ezra drives by Arya after she gets caught in the rain. I have so much to say about that. Spencer's (laughs) sister... Spencer's sister breaks up with her fiance when she catches him kissing Spencer. Hannah, this is like big. This, I guess, is like spoiling the whole thing. Hannah's yeah. mum is still reluctantly involved with the detective Wilden, who still doesn't have faith over the girl's description of that night. 
Fair. Maya has moved in with Emily for a few days and Emily feels herself attracted to her. Fair. Which makes her... Which makes her feel guilty because she has a boyfriend, Ben. We hate Ben. Um, we hate... Oh, my God. We hate Ben. Arya's father wants to resolve the issues between them, which actually works out positively. So I would like Hectic. to shout out whoever is writing these Wikipedia episode descriptions because they are... They're doing the Lord's hot. work. They're doing great work. And this, the sentences on, on this page, so long. And yeah. I respect it. Um, you, ha- you have two. to respect it. Absolutely. And if you don't get out, I would like to say just first off, some trivia if people didn't already know. The Apple Rose Grill, uh, which is where this episode starts, is also Luke Steiner from the Gilmore Girls. Really? Because I feel like I have a lot of notes on the grill. So that's good. <laughs> <laughs> the grill. <laughs> on the grill. Um, uh, that's really, that's actually very fun trivia. I'm not a Gilmore Girls girl. Mm, Unfortunately, well. um, hey, there's always time. There's, you know what? There's always time. Um, but that is very cool. On the Warner Brothers lot. Yeah, on the Warner Brothers lot. On the Warner Brothers um, lot. Fun fact. Just a little brag for you. My friend oh. uh, Savannah used to work, had a job as a director's assistant on a film there when I was living in LA, and it was our friend Kelsey's birthday, and we were like, we're not going to do anything, but let's meet Savannah after work and go do something fun, and we sneakily. Um, got one of the golf carts and just went to like the lot where Pretty Little Liars, uh, Gilmore <gasps> Girls, all these other shows were shot. And we went into the gazebo and we got her cupcakes and sang and like went into all the old houses and stuff. And it was just, it was beautiful. Beautiful. I'm fun so jealous. That's birthday. incredible. It was. It was a wonderful, wonderful evening. I just wanted to, just wanted to reminisce on that one. Happy birthday, Kelsey. Second uh, of May. Happy birthday, Kelsey. To, for the second yeah. of May. It is the 16th of May. June, June 2021 <laughs> um, I feel like <laughs> um, yes call me out call me out okay yes so they're in the what's it called App, what's this the apple rose grill um, and immediately we get grill. peak Hannah she's got her flask yet again this is okay yes this is my first note is Hannah is constantly pulling out her flask in the most obvious situations at a funeral like, at a diner yeah, like even my partner was showing me a TikTok of like teens, I think, who like put hands over their, you put like your alcohol in an empty hand sanitizer thing and then you put your hands over a drink and then people, you pretend that you're getting hand sanitizer poured on your hands, but it's actually mm-hmm. alcohol going into your drink. Smart. Hannah did not see this TikTok. TikTok wasn't around. <laughs> Hannah just pulls no. the flask out at the... Apple Rose Grill. <laughs> the Grill, if you will. The Grill. Will. Let's call it The Grill. Um, Rosewood The Grill. Um, <laughs> Megan The Grillian. Megan The Grillian. I love just calling everything like The. Something The something. Just because <laughs> Megan is amazing and I love her. Um, and then I also like that I think some like old man is looking at Hannah and she's like, it's medicinal. And I'm like, it's, like, it's for my cute. cramps. And I love that. You know what? Uh, women have been given the short straw with periods. All right. If you haven't heard of periods, Absolutely. look them up. You, you, she should be exploiting that. And I respect her and appreciate her doing what she can to make that judgmental man feel bad. Yeah. Hmm. Cancel him. He's canceled. He's done. Um, while they're at the grill, 
Spencer reveals a secret that she knew, which is integral to uh, some later stuff. It's not spoilers, but it is important to remember. She mm. lets us know, or lets the girls know, but you know what? Haley and I are basically two of the the not included in the show Pretty Little Liars. No, we are not canonically game. liars, but we are actually, there were six yeah. Pretty Little Liars. In spirit, we are in the gang. We were uh, also there, just you couldn't see us. Yeah, exactly. Um, we were camouflaged. We were standing in the trees outside. Yeah. Spencer reveals to the group that she knows that Allison was dating an older guy who had a girlfriend. So mm-hmm. that will play into something later. Who is I'm this sure. person? Are we going to meet them soon? Whoop. Spoiler, yes. <laughs> yes, we are. And if you've watched the series, yes, you know. You, yeah. um, but I think we're going to get there pretty soon. So we're not going to say what it is, who it is. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah. Right after this, uh, Jenna comes in. Jenna is here. I wrote, and now I don't remember what. I watched the episode last night. I wrote, Spencer imagines, in quotes, Ali will just show up. And I went, maybe. Maybe she just said that. And I I love like all the dramatic irony of people being like, she's fully dead or she's not dead. Yeah. Um, like each episode, one of the girls casts an aspersion. And like contradicts something else someone said. Yeah. And I love it. Um, but yes, yeah. Jenna, Tamman Sursock, home and aways. Tamman Sursock. Sir, we stand. I've written stand. the trauma these girls experience when they hear Jenna's cane is ableist. <laughs> Yeah, they hear they hear her walking stick, and they all go silent. Freak yes, out. and then the the weirdest thing, this is on par with on on TV shows and movies when people are on the phone and then they just hang up without saying goodbye or answer the yes. phone without saying hello. Weird. They just Crazy. leave the Apple Rose Grill <gasps> and walk in different directions. Okay, they fully like blinded this person and ignore her. <laughs> Like, yes, I think the Jenna thing in the the series of like in the context of the series as a whole, the Jenna thing annoys me because as we kind of see in this episode, no offense, the girls didn't have much to do with it. It was all Ally, mm-hmm. um, but the guilt, like it's not the guilt is real, and they should they should feel bad that they let yeah. Ally do that. But um, there wasn't an intention to like there was no intention to blind anyone and. Also, it's not going to get them arrested. This shouldn't stop them from going to the cops. So this always, the Jenna thing always annoys me because it's like, I mean, it's the reason the show exists is that like they never went to the cops. So then they, the series kind of snowballs from there. But I don't know. But then the fact that they just ignore her is so messed up. And then, yeah, when they all split off from the grill in opposite directions from the (laughs) grill, no one says a word. No one's parked in the same place. It's a good yes. shot. It's a good shot. It's, it is a good shot. It's one of the classic ones that we talked about in the in, in our last episode about it zooms out. We've got dramatic music. Everyone's silent. Everyone's looking like soap opera stars. But it's it's so bizarre and so funny. But like, because um, Jenna doesn't technically, like I know Jenna like knows, but Jenna doesn't technically know that they did it. And so the way that they act or guilty is just so selfish how they just don't help Jenna at all. Yeah. It's, and yeah, there's another scene coming up that we'll talk about that. We'll talk about it. It's super weird. Um, next scene is uh, we're at Hannah's house with the Marin household. and Hannah's mum like didn't recycle out, her milk. No, she didn't. She put it straight in the rubbish. I wrote down the same thing. Did you? Is yes. that what you were about to point out? No, but I did write. Oh. That was my next note. I wrote, 
I said, I just said, that's okay. She's doing her best though. Yeah, Sorry, what did look, you she's, say? She's, she's fucking a cop to keep her daughter yeah. from she's, criminal charges. She's allowed she's to miss like one recycle. But what were you? What was your other note? Uh, my other note was in. I wrote in this episode, Hannah wears the blazer. That's <gasps> Hannah's wearing a blazer now. So Hannah, I feel like it's like, does it's wear like the a lot passing of... of the torch. Mm, blazer, sisterhood of the traveling blazer. Blazer. But I feel like Hannah wears a few blazers. Yeah, yeah. And ruffles. But they look shirts. more like Jack. Like, she kind of makes yeah. them. I hate kind of 90% of the fashion on this show, but she makes yeah. them like more playful. Whereas Spencer yeah. does look like, you know. But it's still, but it suits preppy. Spencer with, uh, I'll say it again. Hannah's uh, wardrobe is a hate crime. It's not fair. Oh my God. It's so Poor brutal to see. It's so She's brutal to see. I just wanted to say that Ashley, the mum, not you. When Ashley asks Hannah if she's okay going to school, I don't know. That's so nice. Like, I'm like, this is why Ashley is the best mom and that why yeah. we're on her dick. Uh, she's great. <laughs> it's such a small, like, it's not like a crazy caring thing, but I'm like, that is kind of what a real, real world caring parent would say. So yeah, absolutely. Just respect to my crush, Ashley Marin. <laughs> we shout out. I will say there's also real world parents that would be like, go to school. Uh, you're fine. You're not sick. You didn't break your wrist. Yes. Yeah. You can't leave the sleepover. You have your basketball grand final tomorrow morning. Shout out to Carmel Appap who did that no. and made me play basketball at the age of nine with a broken wrist. <laughs> and we did win. And honestly, look at you now. <laughs> you're look a at star. Me now. Look at me now. Uh, the other day, I was just standing playing basketball outside and hurt my knee. So nothing's <laughs> changed. <laughs> Playing walk ball. <laughs> Playing walk ball, yes. It correct. was rain. The, I didn't yeah. go, but the, the court was wet. Um, the court was wet. The court was wet. We missed the you. Wet. The court was wet. Court you was know, wet. that's probably why I hurt myself because you weren't there. Yeah. My body was like, been... I, well, I quit. When we play basketball, I always say, play it safe by the water. There's no water, but I do tell remind people to play safe because some people are scoundrels. Mm-hmm. And it's a really, it's there's been a lot of injuries. So please play it safe by the water. Slip, slop, slap. Um, did you have another thing on this scene? Because <laughs> I don't. Yes, I had just one important plot piece that we should mention, which is that there's the TV on and they're talking about um, Alison's body, and they say um, there are there was they say when they found the body there were signs of blunt force trauma. Blunt. There were signs of blunt force trauma. The trauma, the honey. Yeah, I said sorry. trauma the first time. It so sounded sorry. horrible. Um, but the cause of death was suffocation. So we need to just keep that in our minds. That's true. Keep it in your thoughts and prayers. Um, no, that that's it. That, it is a weird thing to just kind of have the TV do the work in that way. Cause I'm like, Oh, that's pretty big and pretty brutal. Mm-hmm. Um, smart. One of the ways that this, the smart storytelling of the show, sometimes it's dumb as hell, but this is one of the yeah, smart moments. Sometimes also, it's smart. There's a moment right before Hannah leaves for school where she's putting on her lipstick and so and her mum's doing her blush and she looks at Hannah and goes, Amber Rose, a good colour for you. And I want to know, because we've got Jungle Red, Allison's colour. Then we've got Amber Rose. Yeah. Is there one brand of lipstick in all of Rosewood? How does everyone just know? And how do they know the colours based on looking at it on someone's lips? What? And is it named after Amber Rose? Exactly, exactly. Um, Was Amber Rose in the zeitgeist? At this point, I will say I would probably wear Amber Rose, not Jungle Red. I do love Same. like, I love like a brownie pink, like kind of a natural, a neutral vibe. 
not jungle um, red. I would like to put out there that I like some kind of uh, peachy, mm. um, orangey tone, personally. Yes. I think that looks very good on your olive skin. Oh, thank you. Um, so then do we move to uh, – they said what's-her-face, Aria's house. She is what's-her-face, yes. Because my next note is about that. Yeah, my next note is also about that. Um, what, what, what's your note? My note is because I forgot Arya's mom's name. I was like, Piper from Charm doesn't recognize <laughs> Hannah. She looks the same as the flashbacks, TBH. Um, exactly the same. She's just wearing jumpers so that she looks like, quote fat. And this is kind of this whole episode because we're doing two and three. And I think in episode three, the fat shaming and the that kind of stuff is even more prevalent than it is now. I have so many notes that are just like, she looks the same. They say mm-hmm. she's lost heaps of weight. She's unrecognizable. I'm like, barely. And then they're like, her hair's changed. I'm like, no, it, it barely, it was in a ponytail. Like, mm-hmm. Ashley, but, oh, oh, my God. They do Hefty her dirty. Hannah. It's yeah, so, it's fucked. I'm like, she's not Oh, even... my God. More anyway. so in the next episode, I'll, I'll get to specific notes. But I think overall, Mona says some crazy shit. I would just like to say Mona. Needs Mona to be is wild, and I. <laughs> but we love it at the same time because kind of love Mona. to see it. She's she makes everyone else seem more sane because they're all a little bit crazy. Yeah, uh, but she makes them all seem normal. I've written. Um, they're talking. Arya is talking with her parents, and then she walks off and is and storms off or says something, and uh, Ella, played by yes, Ella Marie Combs. Piper from Charmed um, says to Chatty Low, as I'm now Daddy Chatty Low, um, Byron, something about like, oh, is everything okay with her? And he says, you know, she's a teenage girl. She's moody and unpredictable. And I would like to put it on record. Yes. Byron Montgomery is sexist. No, I I remember that, and I was like, you know what? Shut the fuck up, Byron. Mm. Shut up. Why don't you go, go fuck have one an your affair, students, bitch? Go have an affair. Like, mm. you don't, don't have the right ruined your family already also like send all these kids to therapy um yeah like legitimately they've lost they've gone through something incredibly traumatic in that they've like lost their best friend it's yeah don't move to another continent just get a therapist it's insane to be like ah are you all good you seem moody it's like yeah i guess they're going through like hell yeah grieving um my next note just says Emily and Maya being hot. Yes, my note is the heat in these Emily <laughs> Maya scenes. Insane. Um, yeah, they're Great incredibly work. they're beautiful scenes. You feel you feel the tension. You mm-hmm. feel it. Um, it's oh okay. Why I think um, I think Maya kind of says like, oh, there's even still like pictures of Ali in the house. Why in my room, didn't the De Laurentis's, however you print it, the apprentices, the De Laurenti. <laughs> We're calling them the apprentices from now on. The apprentices, Ali apprentices. Um, why didn't they move out properly? Also, they move back, right? How could you sell a house with your stuff in it? Like, what? there shouldn't be pictures of Ali in the house. Why didn't they move out? No, and that is, that's a spoiler, but not really a spoiler. They do move back. Um, yeah. But that doesn't really make, like, that doesn't spoil anything in the story. Maybe they so knew they were moving back, but they sold, like, it's not Is rented, it a rental? Right? 
Because it's definitely like a for sale sign at the. I think in the pilot, it's like a big. Well, yeah, and when they find Ali's body in the pilot, they're building on the land, so they'd have to surely to to dig up the gazebo and destroy it in the backyard to put in a, a music studio for Maya's cellist mother. You would have to own it, I'm sure. It's anyway, confusing and it's confounding. It's confusing. Absolutely. Um, the next scene, Emily and Maya are walking through a field are they at spencer's house in her backyard i'm confused spencer is practicing oh, lacrosse yeah. and this is just a, a bit of classic pll heavy heavy-handed if not heavy-fisted exposition uh and explaining to us character traits rather than showing this is a bit of show this is a bit of tell instead of showing they do a lot of telling not showing in this yes. whole show which if you uh, know anything about uh, television writing, that's not what you're supposed to do. But no. we we can't help but stand because we love the Blazers in this uh, program. So Spencer is practicing the cross. Something said along the lines of, wow, she's intense. It would make sense if you knew her family. And there's lines coming up later that Maya says. It seems like Maya is just in this story to explain the character traits of the other girls absolutely yes she's really yeah absolutely she's kind of there to have emily explain everything all the time yeah and then so kiss, that we understand then they're kissy it. and i like and then they're kissy kissy um and then she also says emily says we're going to get some caffeine say coffee <laughs> no don't talk to me before i've had my caffeine my morning caffeine aria runs on like large venti like just huge they are bigger cups. than her head they are bigger than her head. Um, yeah. And that was such a thing at the time, like in, this was 2010, but in the early kind of 2000, like between 20, 2000 and 2010, that was such a thing that the Olsen twins were like tiny and they'd walk around with huge Starbucks cups. And yeah. I used to, like, I loved it. I was like, I want to put on a lot of scarves, big glasses and walk boots. around with like boots and walk around with my giant cup of coffee yeah. Um, but I didn't start drinking coffee till like year twelve. Yeah, I, I didn't start drinking coffee till like three years ago. I had like mocha, be- really? Yeah, to help me poop. Classic me. It is so good. It's so good for digestion yeah. for poops. Absolutely. It's really. It's like I don't know how people who don't drink coffee do it. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there's ways. There's at some point the song. There's like I have a music note, and I don't know if it's like in this scene but it's like it's it goes the lyrics that i'm the kind of girl who listens oh and who's it about and it's who when re- spence is doing something it's like i'm the kind of girl who listens <laughs> like it's it's the whole song is very like i'm that bitch something like that i have written here so the next scene after um this is Arya transferring out of Ezra's class. Plot point. We learn about it. We don't really care. We care. That's the right thing. Oh, my um, God. Arya's socks and flats here are... Oh, they're scary. Oh. They scare me. They give me shivers. We've got to find... we got to we got to talk to the person in, in charge of wardrobe and costume for this. It's, it's and a lot. And thank them for their and service. Thank them. Um, then they're at school and Mona... Here's a classic crazy Mona line. She says, I'm all for boob jobs, but when I see those, I want to moo as they pass someone in the parking lot at school. Mona, just like Byron Montgomery, is sexist. Yes. I also was like, someone has a boob job. They're teens. I I think you, I guess you can get 
your boobs done after 16. I was just kind of like, that's, I don't know if that's super common, but look, I think, I don't know if it's them trying to establish that this is like a, like a fancy place where you can get your tits done. I don't know. I don't know. I found it weird. I found it. I just want to quickly go back to the Aria scene. Um, yes. Aria asking to transfer out of Ezra's class is so responsible. Mm. And he should have done it first. Um, and it's so frustrating when he's like, like she's like, it's the right thing to do. And he's like, no. And I'm like, you, this is, this is crazy to me that Arya has to make this decision. Absolutely. Like, no. And then or, she has to argue against him. Yeah. I'm like, this is crazy. This is not how this works. Ugh. No, he is a uh, pedophile. Um, horrible. He really is. The next anyway, note and then we I get have, to the boob job bit. Yeah, then, then we go to the boob yep. job bit. The next note that I have is just Ben is dumb and boring. So we meet Emily and Hannah's boyfriends in this episode, in this montage. Ben is horrible. He does remind me of Ben Stiller. Yeah, there's something about his face. Um, oh, and My partner said someone else as well, but I don't remember. Um, but he really reminds me of like a Ben Stiller character. He's... He's awful. Yeah. He's really he's, bad and I he's gross and I hate him. All he him talks he about is to wanting go. to like do sex stuff with Emily. Um, and then like when Mona, not Mona, um Maya stays over and he's like <laughs> what did you do? Like what did you fuck? And it's like this is your yeah. girlfriend. Like it's Ugh, my word. Yeah, he's the worst and we hate him. Um then the first text from A of this episode comes through. It says, dead girls walking A, when they're in the mm. hallway, um, right before Wilden calls them all mm. in to interrogate Where's Wilden? Them. Yes. Uh, I do love the dead girls walking one. Yeah, classic. That's all. I just like it. I just like it. Uh, and then Wilden asks them in their interrogation, so were you having a slumber party? And then his next question directly after that was, why did you guys fall asleep? <laughs> yeah, what? Like, yeah, they they just said that they were at a there was a slumber party. Why did you fall asleep? Was he trying to deduce that they had been drinking? I guess maybe. Also, but I feel also, like they're allowed to say they were drinking. I've been like, drinking. I don't think they're going to get arrested. I've been drinking. I've been drink. Like, I don't think they're going to get arrested for telling the truth about. Like, I just don't think. No. They're also, so I don't think that you can get fight. arrested for drinking underage if you're not currently doing it yes that's it yeah exactly no i agree um yeah wilden is constantly out of line he's out of bounds it's unprofessional he needs to invite them to the police station to have these conversations because this is like in the principal's office isn't it yeah 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 and i guess Um, like no they need and they need to know if they can have a lawyer present i don't know maybe exactly um love the audacity from Spencer to say right away, are we being interrogated? Love it. Yes. I do love, love that. Um, and also Hannah knows, is wearing like 10 inch wedges to school. <gasps> yes. Huge wedges. Huge shoes on the We hate to see it, but we love to see it. Um, we learn after that, that Hannah apparently wanted to tell the police about the Jenna thing. 
to which I say my hero. Mine too. There goes my hero. Watcher in those witches. Oh my god. We get a chaotic fashion flashback of like, because I guess they cut back to like, what's the Jenna thing? And it's the most like insane. I think it nearly gave me a migraine. It was like just click, click, click. Click, flash by Sierra. Like, that wasn't playing, but it was so hectic. Um, anyway, yeah. and then I wrote, close your damn blinds, Ali. Yeah. Oh, this is the first instance of it's nighttime. Close why the blinds your open. Damn blinds. I, I will just quickly go back a little bit before while we're talking about this, because we're talking about a flashback that comes in. They're, they're eating and mm. Jenna, they see Jenna in the lunchroom and... Arya invites Jenna to come sit with them. Which, first of all, what the fuck, Arya? If you're being oh, shady and weird, that? the guilt obviously is making her feel so weird that she's like, let's, you know, even though last night we saw her at the grill uh, and we the dispersed grill. silently, let's now be like, come sit with us, which is fuck, just fucking weird. Um, and then also making her sit in the middle of everyone, which I feel like would be a bit harder if you're visually impaired. It would be like, yeah, they placed her making- in a very inconvenient spot. In like a picnic table setup where she would have to like kind of climb over. Also, they uh, Spencer says a sentence. I thought you were at a school for the visually impaired, but she says it like this. She goes, "I thought you were at a school for the visually impaired." Mm-hmm. And then one of I love it. Love this line from Jenna. She goes, "You can say blind, Spencer. It's not a dirty word." And we stand. We stand. Her calling her out on her ableism. There, go off, Jenna. Equality go queen. Off. Then we go to the the flashback that you were just talking about, Haley, with the crazy outfits, um, where we see the Jenna thing taking place. Basically, Toby is looking at them getting dressed, supposedly, through the window. Shut your damn blinds comes into play. It's nighttime. They're all getting changed with the windows open. And then she says to teach him a lesson, let's throw this thing into the garage because he's in there. And she says it's a stink bomb, but then... It explodes and causes a fire. Stink bombs don't do that. Allie is a sociopath. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I I don't hate Allie. Like, there are times in this series where, like, I'm moved. But, like, I don't want to spoil stuff. But, um... As she's learned in this in season one, she's a sociopath. Like the flashbacks absolutely. are insane, and it is very easy to fully hate her in this season. And then as we learn more and we go on and we learn about her past and her history and her family and just everything as the world yep. builds bigger and bigger, we uh, can can understand some kind of level of empathy for why absolutely she is the way she can. is. And but all this throwing stuff. something fiery in an enclosed space and then running is... I have a feeling she said, it's just a stink bomb, but it was fireworks. Because it exploded yeah, like fireworks. it's not well thought out. It's not. And I felt bad because of all the girls had... As teenage girls, I do think they had nothing to do with it. They were there. They tried. They, they weakly tried to stop it. But I give them the benefit of the doubt because I'm like, well, you're teenage girls. And Allie's like scary as hell for like a 12 year old um like i kind of i feel i feel for them a little bit definitely yeah um (laughs) great then next we see 
um, Arya not able to having having her thing for Fitz's class change denied. Oh, um, that it was brutal. I was like, that yeah. sucks. That sucks. She's just trying to do the right thing, and then the system is like, no dice. The um, system lets victims down. The next uh, the next note I have says Hannah wants to fuck, but I wrote fuck f u q. Yes, I wrote Hannah coming on hard to her BF. Um, yeah, and he's like, I'm saving myself till marriage. Long time to wait. Um, <laughs> yeah, this Hannah, I think, really want like I I empathize with I empathize with Hannah a lot, and I empathize with her here trying to like push for something that I don't actually think she's that ready to do, but I think yeah. she really wants to like lose her virginity. Yeah, she's trying to gain um, control of her life after, you know, her daddy issues yeah. which discussed, all that stuff. She's definitely trying to, which is a classic trope, which is, I think, why there's so much about her that's relatable and realistic because yeah. this is a real thing that someone would absolutely react to their current situation like hers with. Um, the next scene, oh, still at the Marin house while she's with Sean, her boyfriend, um, Wilden shows up, so mum's still sleeping with him. Uh, oh Wilden's that. everywhere. Wilden's everywhere. Cause Where's Wilden? Wilden's everywhere. everywhere to to me. And when yeah. I close my eyes, it's, it's Wilden I see. see. Thank you. Uh, and then the next scene, Spencer's at dinner with her dad, her sister, and Ren, her okay, everyone sister's fiance. is obsessed with this grill. <laughs> Uh, this grill is the star of this whole series. It's the now. hot spot. At this point in the show, the grill is the only place to get a hot meal. As it expands, there's Aria a place. Gets takeaway from the grill. Yep. Oh, there's also no, no, no. Actually, I, either this episode or the next one, uh, Mr. Chung is mentioned, I think, and he they get takeaway from there. So there's a restaurant, another restaurant in in there's one Rosewood. More restaurant in Rosewood. And then eventually, there's a place where there's some cupcakes. Which, if you've seen the show, you you'll remember the the, the cupcakes. Um, yes, the cupcake place becomes like a huge hang spot. Yeah, yeah, we as stand well. the cupcakes. Um, so Spencer yep, tries to order a vodka soda. Excuse me, you don't know what that even is. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> and I'm trying Spenny to honey, like you can't get it at this grill. You can't, you can't. Yeah, her dad could probably get her a vodka soda, but it's bold. It's bold and I salute her for trying. And she's like kind of joking when she says it, but she doesn't. And then Ren orders one. And then the way that they, he sneakily gives her his drink is predatory as It's actually fucked. It's It's... like, it's, I, again, I think when I watched this as a teen, I was like, that's hot. That's cute. I want, would love an older man to do that for me. Whereas now I'm like, this is. So no, not no, okay. no 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 like, no. I don't know how old Ren that is. In my head, Ren is like minimum twenty four. Yeah, they're engaged. Be. I don't know. And then he's she's a med 16. student. Yeah, he's finished. I think he hasn't he like. Yeah, or maybe he's still going. Um, no, he's still going because he mentions going to the. He, he he mentions getting a good parking spot outside of the chem labs. Oh, okay. Also, high low. They're like, let's play high low, and then like Spencer's like, don't you play it in bed? And I'm like, what the? Oh, f- this is a family function. What are in we in front of your dad? High yeah, low. Stop talking about your sister's sex life. I like a high moment of your day and a low point in your day. So it's weird. This as is. Hell. I love it, but it's and then it's like a game you can win or lose. Because I do when I teach improv, I always kick off my sessions with like everyone share something that made you smile throughout the week, which is a bit corny, Adorable. but it's a great way. It's yeah. It is a good way to like 
remind yourself of like there are positive things happening in your life but it's also a great way to get to know people yeah but i make sure i emphasize like it can just be that you had a bad day and your train like you made your train like there's no you don't have to win awards whereas this one's like they're trying to win a game of like good and bad things that happened in your week crazy it's insane the hastings family is toxic also drinking game for how much i say insane on this podcast yeah if anyone wants to like get smashed at home you can drink every time i say something is insane in pll because i'm saying it a lot the yes spencer hastings family is toxic it's there's stuff in episode three as well with like fat shaming that it's so bananas we'll get to it it's anyway ren ren is feral in this sneakily giving her a drink and always backing spencer like which is cute it's cute when you're looking at it from spencer's pov of like oh like he gave he ordered the drink she wanted to like back her up and then oh he kind of did high low in place of her but if i was melissa i'd be furious yeah absolutely get on my team what are you doing get on my team or get out of here mate then we go back to crazy exposition with Maya and Emily yeah. where she's just talking about the other girls and she goes, so Spencer needs to win. And then <laughs> she says, Alison needed to be the center of attention. This girl that yeah. barely knows these people has just been like, I know everything about their personality. Yeah, she's traits. like a clairvoyant, like yeah. acting like a... Exactly. Um, yes. And that Emily, I think, kind of kicks that off by being like, I don't need to, I need to just know I did my best. Right, she's like happy if she knows she's done her best. Yeah. Um, whereas Spencer has to win, and then your Ali is sent always in the middle. Astute observation from Maya. Um, it's in, it's crazy it. how Emily's phone goes off just as her and Maya touch hands. Like I yeah. love it. It's crazy. Cra- it's crazy. And she gets a text that says, "Did you get a good night kiss? Here's one for me. XO, A. Got a secret. And." She can keep it because the secret is that she likes puss. Okay. Yeah. Next, and she we should have, be proud of that. And she should. And she should. But at this point, Emily's boyfriend is skilled. a pig, and I hate that she's kissing him a bunch. Yeah, me too. I hate it. I hate him in general. It's gross. I hate him. He's a pig. I've written again. I hate Ben. Um, we hate also, Ben on this. We podcast. hate Ben. Before we get to Ben, also there's just a little scene where. Ashley Marin is cooking eggs for Wilden, and as we stated in the first episode of this podcast, the Marin household is not a cooking household. And Hannah no. does say that. She's like, what are you doing? Are you cooking him food? Um, then we're in school. Um, we have the scene where to prove whatever she's trying to prove to herself, Emily Max on in the car, makes the fuck out with Ben. Um, and all these boys that are friends with him start taking photos. And videos of them from outside the car. This toxic what? is bad. It makes me remember how horrible high school is and high school's fucked. And yeah, it's crazy. It's um, and then Hannah approaches and she's wearing yet another cropped jacket. Yep. Cropped leather jacket, I think. Pleather, maybe? Probably. Um, next, we go to Aria going to see a movie with her mum and who shows up outside but Ezra fits. And then Ella, the weirdest thing. Invites him to A, watch the movie with them, which I guess is, if you see someone you know at the movies, you could do that. But then, instead of being like, okay, our, you know, I'll sit in the middle because I'm a grown-up, 
she has him sit in the middle and divides herself from her daughter and him. No, I think it goes Ella, no, you're Aria, right. and blah, blah, blah. And him on the end. Um, and Ezra. But I think... So Ella doesn't know... Like, Ella doesn't know that these two have a connection. Further than, like, know. this is your teacher. Whoa, Ella, doesn't Ella doesn't know. know. Piper from Charm doesn't know. So... While it kind of, to a viewer, like, it's like, oh, my God, I can't believe, like, Arya and Ezra are sitting next to each other because, like, we know that they're, like, actually really close. It is kind of insane that Ella's like, come sit with us. It's like, no, no, no. When you see someone you vaguely know at the theatre, in this context, Ella and Arya vaguely know Ezra, even though Yeah, Arya that's very true. Um, you would be like, okay. Enjoy the movie. Don't... Yeah, I'm not going to make my kids sit with their teacher. Crazy. I don't know. It's just like, and then they're like touching hands. Yeah. Then my it's... next note is about Emily's mum's arms. Go off. Tell the people. Because <laughs> they're great. She's fit. They're beautiful arms. I'm like jealous. These are arm mm. goals for sure. And then I wrote, nothing is wrong with you. Of Pam I arms. still get jealous because your arms are so beautiful. Um, then I wrote Everybody wants your arms. That's right. We then I wrote in all caps, nothing Sorry. is wrong with you, Emily, because Emily I wrote that something too. wrong with her because I assume her queer feelings are coming to the surface. And I, and I yeah, the, it's, I it's just wish I could hold her and be like, nothing is wrong with you. You're perfect. You're beautiful. You look like an angel. You're great. Yeah. You can't act, but everything else. Oh, and then I wrote also excellent. send these kids to therapy. Yes, Again. absolutely. Um, I wrote the same thing about her saying something's wrong with me. Heartbreaking. So sad. We feel for Emily. And then instead of sending these kids to therapy, like you just said, Pam's like, well, why don't you do something nice that'll bring you guys together to think about Alison? Which is a nice idea. But if, if, your child, if your kid says to you, I think there's something wrong with me, I feel like you should be like, okay, this is an identity issue, this kid. Yep. You know, that, that would be so hard to hear as a parent. Get and I think I would guess involved that it's either a mental help. health. Yeah, and if my kids said that, I'd be like, okay, they either have a pretty common mental illness that I can talk to them about, or they might, yeah, be queer. And I like just knowing that, like, yeah, when you're a teen, it all seems a bit like more internal. Um, so it's yeah, it was the parents on this show, Christ. And then I wrote the bursa sack is back. <laughs> yes, who's back? <laughs> back <Bursa> again. <laughs> Bursa sack. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Tell a Is this just oh, a, yes. par- a musical parrot? Like a yeah. music parrot. Hey, also podcast. drink every time we sing because it happens probably as, yeah. as many times now as Haley says that this is insane. Um, <laughs> yeah, insane. Uh, now I've said insane. Spencer then v- visits Ren. Oh, no, no, sorry. No, Ren Spe- visits Spencer. Sorry. They're, they're still, yeah, Spencer. Ren goes into Spencer's room and they're talking about something and he sees her rubbing her shoulder and says, can I give you another rub? Fucked. This is so inappropriate. This is so inappropriate. I was like yelling no the whole scene. And then I feel like they have a chat that I forgot. Then they kiss. Then they kiss and Melissa sees. Melissa sees. And I feel for Melissa. I feel for Melissa. A bit, yeah, but I also annoying. hate. It's a bit annoying, um, but she, I feel for her here. Yeah, definitely. Um, 
The next scene is Mona and Hannah have gone shopping and they're in like the car park, underground car garage thing. And Wilden is there and follows her for some reason. Um, and Mona says something like, but I, I, I've written, Mona says something both creepy and homophobic. Something that um, Mona says, I can't, I, I wish I had written down exactly what it was, but it was something along the lines of like, I'm not gay, but I would do you in those that outfit or something like that. And then yes, Wilden says, referring to Ashley Marin, Hannah's mum, your mum may be hot, but she's not hot enough to make that go away, meaning the suspicions about the girls yes. uh, and Ali's disappearance. Also, where's Walden, which is what I call him, not Wilden, um, where's Walden saying pretty little friends? Like, I understand it. Just for... say lies. Just go for it. If you're going to go for it, go f- go all in. And like, and I understand, like, yeah, the show is called Pretty Little Lies and they are pretty little women, but like a grown man calling people pretty little. I'm like, don't call them no. pretty. Don't do that. Don't, don't. do that. Also, a pretty, a pretty Little Liars and Little Women crossover? Yes, please. Big, little, pretty, little, big... Women. Women. Big, pretty, little women. And then there's a show called, like, Tiny Pretty Things on Netflix. Tiny, big, little, pretty women. (laughs) (laughs) I, I didn't know what you were doing. Um... Can like, I just oh, say do you the, want it? the Zoom uh, as I was doing that said playing music question mark so good to know that that person <gasps> is playing. I haven't music. had that yet. <laughs> I'm not recognized <laughs> as music. Shazam can't read me. Um, the slow mo scene between Ezra and Arya, I hate. I it's so disappointing because mm-hmm. like I used to really like ship Ezra and Arya. Like I really did like that as a 17 year old. I was like, of this course. is hot. And now I'm like, I just recoil. Um, it's disappointing. But it's such a we- it's filmed so weird. The, the, the slow-mo when it is banana. And also it's her outfit crazy. is insane. It's Yeah, she's like getting another jumbo, half her body size coffee. It's pouring rain and she sees a car and it's his car. I guess she would know his car because they park at the same car park at school. That's fair enough. Um, and then it stops she sees it she runs she gets in and they start making out his car in the rain still in a public street people could see number one yeah number two and he's like just parked he's not parked he's just in a narrow he's just street in the, exactly he's in the middle of the street stopped making out something Buck wild asking for people to call out call that out um Please. i will also say this may be for this episode i'd say the music moment if there is one even though it's shit and it's a shit scene and we hate it mm. <laughs> the way that they've edited the song together it's like that song that's like, ooh. I think I really love. I really loved this scene when I was a me teenager. Too. Absolutely, I was me like, too. this is hot. This is what I want. Which is crazy. <laughs> Just why this is dangerous. Um, when student and then A sends a text which says, "When students kiss teachers, someone gets hurt." I don't know. That's, if that's a promise a I'll keep. A. a so that's once uh, Aria has gotten home from this makeout set she's all wet and she's talking to her dad um and it's just it's too much 
you've just been going at it. Uh, and then she's talking to her dad about uh, like his feelings, whether he, or not he has feelings for Meredith and he, he the, the woman that he cheated on her mom with. And oh yeah. Why would you talk to your dad? Like, it's just, it's just not realistic at all that part. Um, and no. then the episode ends with, we see Spencer going for a run and she <gasps> sees Jenna sitting on a park bench mm doing like a voice to text thing to her phone like a siri type thing saying send text which i mean is so fair enough because she is blind so so normal but but in the context of the show is she a and it is she just trying to recover after being blinded by a bunch of text message because she's just trying to use like accessible texting functions on her phone or is she a we don't know we don't know um i just want to shout out i just really want to shout out the beautiful orange ipod shuffle that spencer has on her like attached to her like a lapel it was gorgeous i never had an ipod shuffle i had i inherited my brother's ipod which is like really like um just like the big white ones and then so i inherited that like the black and white i inherited that one from him and then probably around the time that i was watching pll um i got my own ipod classic which i think could have videos on them um i think i had one episode of gossip girl on it um but i love the colored ipods bring them back i know i had an mp3 player that had about 10 songs worth of storage on it um and i would rotate them every week keep like the same core three or four in and then get some some mix-ups happening and then i got an ipod classic uh, the black one i think it was 2007 2008 i saved up i was very Mm. excited about it also had an episode of gossip girl and two episodes of the sweet life of zach and cody on mine wow and then um it stopped being able to have new music put on it and then my mom had an ipod classic that she never used and i was like mom can i pay you for this at a discounted rate, mates rates. Yeah. And it, and then I got that one. And then I think I may have lost it in America or it's somewhere. Oh, no. I know. And it's still usable and I, I can't find it. So pray for me. Pray for my iPod classic silver. Hold on, pray for me. Um, that's episode two. That's episode two. It's a big one. A lot of stuff, a lot of problematic stuff. Love to see yeah. it. Hate to see it. Love to hate it. Hate to love it. In this episode, who do you think is the hottest Rosewood adult? Um, let's exclude Ashley because I just think she's always top of the list. Of course. Um, we don't, is Spencer's mum in this episode much? No. Okay, good. Just because she's hot in the next one. Um, yeah. I'm going to give it to Pam Fields' arms. Amen. Go off. I agree. Pam Fields' arms? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of if there are any other adults. There's no new adults, really, that we see in this one. I agree. I think Pam Fields and her arms take the cake for this one. We should start a tally. And um, at the end of the season, we have a winner. True. Crown a winner. Um, All right. So it's time to go to episode three to kill a mocking girl. That name, that Um, title. Oh, it's so good. It's so – I love this title because it's so on theme because they're, like, studying to kill a mockingbird and it – I love. I like this title. It's fun. It's dramatic and it's stupid, and I think it's great. Yeah, that's absolutely. my review of the title. So this is the 
Wikipedia episode description for episode maybe three. written by a twelve-year-old girl who we love. We don't probably, know. and we we wish her all the best, and we love her. We wish her a merry Christmas. All right. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy New Financial Year. All right. Happy EFS. Okay, so it says. The girls try to pay tribute to Allison's memory, but they are still faced with unresolved issues. Toby, Jenna's stepbrother, has come back to school. Arya has an unpleasant encounter with her father's former mistress. Spencer faces a vengeful Melissa after her kiss with Ren. Hannah tries to get Sean to forget the old Hannah. Toby and Ben, Emily's boyfriend, have a fight and Emily breaks up with him. Yes! Emily and Maya get closer since Ben is no longer in the picture and Spencer copies her sister's essay and claims it as her own. You've taken enough, Spencer. (laughs) The girls realise that leaving the past behind is much harder than they first thought. And also, this is the first episode where we get a special little post-episode pre-credits A ending Mm -hmm. um, where, according to Wikipedia... A, listens to jazz music as they print copies of the pictures of Emily and Maya in the photo booth. The A endings are so iconic. They're so good. And reading the Wicker, because the episode descriptions have like the A endings in each episode they're in. And I didn't realize that we get one in this episode. We're not going to get them for the next two episodes. And then they come back. Yeah. So they realized they weren't at the end of every single one. I think as the show goes on, there are more and more of them. Yeah, um, and they do lose their power, so I kind of get that it's nice to space them out. But yeah, and then some of them Ugh, actually reveal it. whole plot points that mm. like it's a great it's a great mechanism because it helps the audience learn something that maybe the girls aren't yet caught up to in the story. So it's it's yeah. great in that way, Ooh. and it's just gorgeous. Like it's always creepy in the glove. It's great. I, they're really good. We love All this right, device. All right, so we kick off. We love. We do love this device. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, so we kick off the episode to kill a mocking girl. <laughs> great title. With kind of what you were saying in, at the end of the last episode, Emily's mom is like, "You guys should do something special for Ali." Um, so they're hiking in some not hike friendly outfits. I would say. Um, no, they're never. Just, they look like they're going to Melbourne Central. <laughs> On a Saturday, like they, I, yeah. they look like they're gonna hit up Supre or like Factory. I don't know. Um, yes, that is. I was just like, none of them are dressed appropriately for this, yeah. except for Emily, because she was like, we're gonna go to a shed. Yeah, and she's always in good, uh, supportive footwear, which I she's appreciate. She's sporty spice. She is. She's a sporty one of the group. Um, they go to the place called the Kissing Rock, and Spencer, um says she knows exactly how many steps the quote kissing rock is to where they are because they used to spend it's like one and yeah there. she's like it's 136 steps from this tree i'm like all right and that okay. also could be a way to incriminate her and be like why does she know so much about this area uh, but also then hannah points out we used to come here like every weekend and spencer yep. obviously is very type a would be in her nature to remember those kinds of things um and then hannah questions whether she's dead or not, Allison. Yes. And I think right before that, Spencer's kind of like, this looks bad that we're out here um, while there's all this invest, like whatever, while stuff's happening. And Emily goes, why should we care what people think? And I think Spencer has every right to be pretty concerned with what people think of them in this case. Yeah. Um, And they look guilty as fuck all the time and they need to chill out. So Spencer is 
the smarty pants there. Definitely. And Emily saying, why should we care what other people think is also, uh, you know, double meaning because she does, in fact, care what other people think about her sexuality. And I'm like, Emily, you should apply that to your queerness, but not to this murder case that is ongoing that you are all wrapped up in. And yeah, Hannah thinks she's alive. (gasps) Hannah thinks Ali might be alive. Again, every episode there's this revelation that someone's like she's definitely dead or i think she's alive exactly yeah and then we get the first a text of the episode it says heads up bffs it's open season on liars and i'm hunting and i'm hunting a open season on what the way that these are phrased sometimes sometimes they're golden sometimes they are trash i love them i love all of them i accept their flaws and all Um, um then we get got a secret, I assume. Um, <laughs> I assume. I presume. Absolutely. I, the title is so – I love the opening credits so much. And they're, they're perfect. They're beautiful and I love them. Um, then we're in Ashley We're in Ashley Marin and Hannah Marin's house. And we see Wilden, and Wilden in a fucking towel put trying to figure out on. canola oil. Men who are over – hoopster over the age of – 20 in this show mm. need to put on clothing around young girls, young women. They should just stay away from the young women. That's my thesis statement. Great. That's my thesis statement for this whole yeah. thing is put a top on. Close your blinds and men put a top on. Stop talking to young girls. Yeah. Hannah points out, mum, what are you doing? I don't eat breakfast and neither do you. What are you doing? And then she confronts her mum and is like, what are you doing this for? And she's like, it's your, I'm doing this because you, ma'am, are a thief and I need to protect you and this family. And Hannah's like, we need to get rid of him. Wilden overhears, which is no bueno for them. Um, And then we go to Arya wearing the atrocity fashion-wise of this episode, which is a giant feather earring in one ear. Looks, looks... It was bananas. It was crazy. I. This is the biggest plot, biggest, most confusing plot point of the whole series is why was she wearing this earring? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and why does it, not just why was she making it, but uh, offense intended to whoever the designer is that made this earring also. What were you thinking? Full offense. We love uh, you. Full offense. We, we adore you. Yeah, um, thank this you. really hot teat assistant is super into Byron I guess is what oh I my wrote. god like, Look, yeah. I guess this gorgeous sweet lady is like hungry she's like don't Byron's you know that that's Roblo's brother obviously um yeah. I wrote and fuck like, off and Meredith. he's a handsome guy but I'm like look I don't get it I don't understand this no. it's not right I, I, okay. I, I really don't like her um next we go to the Hastings household, and I just wrote, oh my god, Melissa scene, being a this sad. This is my bitch. favorite scene of the episode. Tell me more. Um, this is this scene is so good. Melissa at this point in the show is actually iconic, and I'm I really love her. Like she's so funny. How she like pushes past Spencer to throw out like the wedding mags one by one, one by one. Recycle them. Um, yeah, no recycling happening in the show. But it's just like. I love it. It's so funny to me. Um, it, and she says, it was hard enough changing my status on Facebook. 
time stamping the show time stamping the show yeah and also i think um aria like writes on hannah's wall later yeah Remember she writing does. on people's walls for something other than a birthday yeah Crazy. To be like hey where, what are you doing crazy crazy um, um what troubles me here is no one believes spencer that he came on to her yeah like, that's even the sad. mom's like shut up her, the mom is hot here i think i love spencer's mom because she reminds me of um olivia benson from svu yes she does she looks she's mariska got mariska hagate energy yeah she does um but it, i will More say like mariska hagate slay yes she says i will say though like there are some annoying lines of like what should we have for dinner like pa- i don't know if it's the same but it's like what should we have for dinner pasta and then it's like i don't want to be fat and then the mom's like yeah you're right let's get a salad and i'm like come on olivia yeah. benson <laughs> melissa says something along the lines of like like aren't things are bad enough for me what am i gonna yeah. do now get fat or something it's yes yeah. um, um she's tiny she walks past and she's absolutely tiny yeah um are. Uh, and also waste of a muffin spencer throws out a muffin this is how they're all tiny i would when she's like the mom's like you can take that muffin to go and spencer throws it out i'm like oh I, hasn't I taken a muffins. bite of it put it in the fridge you know wrap it up put in some tupperware give take it, to it else. To, it's a muffin it didn't need to be on a plate no it was on the biggest plate biggest anyway plate. that was a great scene and i loved it absolutely next we are introduced to noel khan a big player as we continue on in the show yes. so important to meet him who's got um, such a gorgeous face can i just say to that actor very and gorgeous like face say, but noel is a very menacing presence i have written here mona's regrowth is bad <laughs> we see mona come out she's got like this red tinge in her hair and we see oh. some regrowth you're gonna be on a a, a prime time television show I'm sup- yeah i didn't notice that janelle fix it um then I, I, then I've written about Mona. Stop trying to pressure Hannah into having sex. Just this feels on. this scene kind of reminded me of um, like the uh, like Summer and Marissa in season one of the OC when Summer is a virgin but she's pretending she's not and she's telling Marissa to like giddy up, go have sex with Luke. Mm-hmm. Um, when they're both kind of nervous virgins that don't want to do that and they're just Nerve like gins. Mona gives me that energy of Summer Roberts in season one of like. Trying to be someone she's not. Summer um, Roberts <clears throat> trying to have sex. Sorry. Ten out of ten. Thank you. Um, ten out of ten. So um, now we see. Um, uh, I wrote Toby is here. I yeah, I wrote I'm Toby's like, Toby back. Toby is here. Toby's back. Yeah. The, the girls are like, "What's he doing back?" I for thought context, he was like reform school. No. Yeah. For context, yeah. he has taken the fall for the the Jenner thing her her stepbrother toby and now he's back in rosewood and they're like wasn't he at some kind of like a military reform school or something like that for boys Mm. who make their stepsisters go blind but we all know that it wasn't him um and so they're like oh no he's back is he gonna he's gonna rat us out um i forgot that he i think i like missed that and i forgot that that's like a huge thing is that he took the fall and that's why jenna treats him like a lackey right okay i actually forgot completely about that um continue <clears throat> then um i've written here sean liked ally so hannah became her is what wilden is thinking so wilden calls hannah in individually for interpretate for, for interrogation oh and yeah okay and right see- before here i love that someone goes cops on campus too <laughs> like just that there's so much going on and then wilden is obsessed he's obsessed yeah, he's obsessed with hannah marin um, and we see a flashback because he shows a yearbook picture and he goes, what about this guy? Do you know him about her boyfriend, Sean? And we see a flashback of 
um, Ali and sorry of Hannah talking to Sean asking him if he's going to a party he's like oh, I don't know and she's just got little pigtails with her long hair and a big jumper and she's dressed like a baby and then Allison comes up behind and she's like Sean she's still looks to the party? beautiful here as well like she still looks she still so looks gorgeous incredible. yeah absolutely but um, they're like oh how can we make Ashley Benson unattractive I'm like you can't you can't you're making her you absolutely like can't she just um, looks like a big they're bird. just infantilizing her and making that sexual and that's weird and then Allie comes up behind him, this is still in the flashback, and is like, Sean, are you coming to the party? You should come. And he's like, I guess I am going. And so it's clear that uh, Hannah, and she says this later as well, that she's like been in love with him for a long time. And, you know, she is worried that he just sees her as that girl and not the, you know, hot little thing that she's transformed into now. And Wilden's yep. talking about, you know, how Hannah starts to like, part her hair in the way that Allison did and all this stuff so he's now suspecting her because she's like he's like maybe maybe what happened was Sean and Allie Allie like Sean liked Allie and you wanted him for yourself so you killed Allie is what he's implying and Hannah really hasn't had that much of a transition no (laughs) and I don't think a grown man especially would notice that she's lost in my opinion like five kilos like not a lot of weight. It's not like she dropped like 30 kilos. If I she's don't lost think... any weight, it would have to be enough that you wouldn't even notice because she didn't. <laughs> yeah, like it's, I just don't buy that he's like, you lost a lot of weight in a year. Like, what's that about? I'm like, she kind of, I don't think you, a busy detective, would notice this about a teenage girl who's also probably losing puppy fat. Yeah, and also maybe like getting her period and her body's changing, like developing. Yeah. Just, the um, whole thing is bizarre. And then um, love this from hannah calling him out on the fact that he stole her yearbook photo from within her house and then being like um, this was detective sure. shit she, oh it was so good this was detective stuff she was like no 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 it was i didn't the yearbook i didn't make the yearbook that year i missed the printing you got that from my house and i'm like Ooh. and she also calls him out for being a party boy once and it's like are you still that party boy from yes. the summers in rosewood tell us all about it you young republican um probably yeah and then a cab i weirdly have i have one note and then i have more notes about hannah again so we must get another hannah scene but there's just like a great jenna thing where she's like whisper whisper it's almost like ali never left when she walks past all the girls being annoying and i'm like get it tam and sir sock exactly um i wrote ara inviting ezra to her mum's gallery what the fuck are you doing Arya, get your shit together just when, yeah, hefty Hannah wanted Allison dead. It's like, what the hell? No. <laughs> um, uh, and when Hannah goes, it would be stupid to even try to compete with Allison. Allie is fine. Allie's fine. Yeah. She's got like, oh my God. Like obviously like the actress, Sash, is like gorgeous. But this like in comparison, the girls are all so in Allie's shadow. And I'm like. You're they're all, all so beautiful and talented. Exactly. And they're all completely different looking people. Like, let's be real. Apart from um, Emily, they're all very white. But they all have very different facial structures. Yeah. They're all very thin. I'll say that. But they all look yeah. like different people. Yeah. Why are we comparing them, baby? It's like you just, I think there's so much kind of, blowing smoke up Ali's ass about like how 
amazing and gorgeous and queen bee she was that you kind of every it makes you go like yeah Ali's fine she just has a lot of audacity yeah she's just confident um, and she's just edgy and a, a bit bitchy exactly. okay yeah so yes every time Arya and Ezra are alone in a room I swear to god I want and then to yes, she invites him to her mum's place of work which I've written what the fuck are you doing Arya do we understand it no do we hate it yes Absolutely, we hate it. Okay, he says here, because um, she's he's like, uh, good for him, because he's like, no, we shouldn't. No, no, he keeps kind of turning it down. And, but it's like a bit flirty, and then he's like, um, she was like, I don't want to go to this part. Like, why would it be bad if I don't go to this party and hang out with you? And he says, so your classmates don't suspect you've lost interest in your peers. Which that- kind of sounds like he's looked up how to groom a child. Yeah, that's some psycho shit. That's... um scary stuff it's things that like i like i don't know if i have a job where i have to do like child uh safety training about this kind of stuff and it's like that kind of sentence is from this training of like oh it's it's yuck problematic at the least um next scene spencer visits ren and they kiss and i've written silly silly um (laughs) And she basically visits him to be like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to ruin your affiancedness to my she says sister. About her and her sister, she says, Things weren't great between us, but this is like the hurt locker. <laughs> Which was a big movie of that year. Yeah. I remember yeah. the hurt locker being a very big movie. I do not think Spencer had seen it. I didn't watch it. I feel I like Spencer know. would watch it. Like, Maybe Spencer did watch the Hurt Locker. Yeah, to I did. Support Catherine didn't. Bigelow. <laughs> Um, European gigolo. <laughs> European gigolo. Um, great. And that's all I had for that scene. Yeah, Me she too. shouldn't have visited Ren. This is bad. Next scene and I've written, just, Ben assaulting Emily. What the fuck? He is messed up and I hate him and I love Toby, our violent king. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. Our Toby is actually pretty scary savior. in this episode. Like he... Because later in the series, he becomes like a really fully fledged, lovely character. Yeah. But in this episode, he has a vibe that I do like. I love him, but I'm like, oh, the vibe on this guy is. And they're setting. They're definitely setting that up for things to come in the next five ish episodes. Yeah. Um, I've written yes, Savior Toby. Ben's bloody mouth looks like he look. Ben's bloody covered mouth looks like he's chugged strawberry chocolate sauce, like. That you put on ice cream, like yeah. ice magic. Yeah. <laughs> um, basically, that, scene ben, really, that scene's hard to watch as well. I forgot about that. Like Ben, yeah. I was like, oh, th- this is he is assaulting her, and I don't. It's a big like to see. Yeah, it. that's a big trigger warning moment. He like, yeah. pushes her up against the lockers and is trying to get her to do sexual. Shit. Also, the like he came into the girls' change room being like, we need alone time. I'm like, Ben, get out of here. Out he of does. Here. It's fine. And now our violent rules. King Toby comes to the rescue, comes and saves Emily. We stand. Next, uh, I've written Meredith, Meredith at Ella's gallery. Fuck yes, Arya, confronting this bitch. Um, Meredith is chaotic and evil, and I don't like her. Yes. I did enjoy watching her in this scene. Yeah, it is funny. I don't know why. I don't know why. I just like... All right, Nora Jones. 
I lo- don't know why I loved Meredith in this scene. Uh, Drink. Uh, I think there's the chaos. I was like, I was just watching so much Real Housewives of Beverly Hills recently that I'm like, I appreciate and welcome the chaotic Meredith storyline to my life yes um, and i appreciate and welcome aria telling her can you please fuck off and stop interfering with my family love yeah. that also like get over byron like go find another hottie I, you're fine I, meredith drop chat find rob yes ruin that family yeah um then Next- i just got wilden as an absolute snake and I yeah. want him out of the Marin household. I want oh. him out. Get him out. He's gross. Want him out. Get him out. And he will eventually be out. No spoilers, but he will be out. Um, I've written, Wilden snooping through Hannah's bag is him accidentally telling on himself that he's out mm. of line. Because he is asking some, like, audacious questions also. That clearly him, like, investigating the murder and suspecting Hannah. And then Ashley's like, um, what are you doing? Where'd you find? Because he's like, what's this? And he finds um, the bracelet that Hannah has. Um, that's They all had one with their name yes. on it. Um, and they mention bracelets. later in the episode something about that. Um, and she said, "That's where did you get that? And he goes, oh, in Hannah's bag. And she's like, and he mentions that he was at school interrogating her. And she's like, you're gonna need a, you're gonna need a warrant if you're gonna be looking through my daughter's bag, and kicks him to the curb. Bye, bitch. Good, good. Bye, bitch. You're done. Gone. We hate. Get him out of that swamp. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I want to talk about I want to talk about Spencer fully plagiarizing an essay and not mm. taking like twenty minutes out of her life to like edit it a little bit because those th- those things do get put through like plagiarism thing sometimes like yeah absolutely Spencer just steals were, and also like you have done enough to Melissa Melissa is going to be evil later on but like you've but done for enough now, to Melissa but you've, you've done yeah you've done enough leave it alone and okay so basically Spencer um, is taking this AP history class that her sister Melissa has already taken you wouldn't you, you've got the same teacher that she had and it's yep. the same class. You wouldn't try and do something different, like change the heading font, ch- yep. change anything. She just, just changes the first name. Like synonyms, change, yeah, like just, I don't know, change the meaning, like change the words. Um, oh, this is where I eat the pasta, Melissa. This is where they must have the dinner talk. Yes. Um, um, but I also wrote Melissa is really right to hate Ren. Yeah. Yeah, she's right to hate yeah, Ren. Absolutely. He's a little snake. Uh, now we're at Nolkan's party, a catalyst for a lot of things. Um, Emily is telling the girls about Toby that mm-hmm. um, that he saved her. They didn't know, and they someone says something important, which is, um, "Were you not going to tell us if we hadn't have asked?" And that's a great question, and that should be asked of a lot of the things that these girls do because they just yeah. keep shit in and don't tell each other when there's important shit that could help one another which they is all ridiculous. need to tell each other or call an adult exactly call an adult it's time you had the talk about all the things that you're hiding is there then there's a flashback it's i've I'm, i have like a note about emo aria in a flashback and ali spat shaming yes i'm um, okay so so spencer um reveals that she knows another secret and she, ex- we see the flashback of that night after the Jenna thing has just happened. We see Spencer looking at Allie 
confronting Toby about something and then coming back mm-hmm. and be like, it's all taken care of. And Spencer being like, what's going on? She's like, Spencer, go away, go away. So she recounts that to the girls that she saw that happen. Um, yep. And we see all the girls again. We see Arya's horrible streaky hair. And then what were right. you just saying? And I think um, Hannah looks nervous and I don't know what Ali, I can't remember what Ali says, but Ali like fat shames Hannah. Yeah. Like, oh, do you want to go back to like eating ice cream or whatever alone? Yeah. I've written Ali is such a bitch to Hannah. I hate her. <laughs> um, yep. She, yeah, she makes, she, she, she does this thing where she's like, says something horrible to Hannah and then goes, I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean that, sweetie. I'm just Emily stressed. is truly the only one that got anything out of her friendship with Ali. Yeah, and that's getting sucked and fucked. Which is fucking and sucking. Um, whereas everyone else was just bullied and had no none of that. Like, it's just insane to see. It's crazy. Insane. Take a drink. Um, Take a drink. Who, who the hell is this guy that when Spencer comes out of the flashback and she's just like looking at a guy, who is this person? <laughs> I don't know. And all the who other people this? have walked away and it's just yeah, Spencer was... standing there. And like, she's just staring at a guy and I'm like, is he someone? Maybe that is was setting hate? up a spinoff series. Maybe he's got something to do with Ravenswood. Oh my Ravenswood. God. <laughs> oh God. I've written next, um, Hannah trying to fuck church boy, which is her boyfriend. Uh, her boyfriend. And I've written major projection from Hannah. Sean calls Hannah desperate and that's trauma. Yeah. 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 I yeah. just wrote Hannah, stop trying to fuck this guy. Um, yeah. stop. He's he made his boundaries There's a lot clear. of, uh, I feel like being a teenager is a lot of this kind of energy of this this scene i'm like yep this sucks i hate this, to see it yeah absolutely um then i've written emily and maya in photo booth we stand they finally so kiss. cute <gasps> electric this scene is electric they're so cute mm-hmm. um the next uh note i have is uh if you don't like the c word prepare yourself meredith is a cunt go home <laughs> why did i write love the mistress tbh <laughs> And that's why it's great to have two perspectives because we've got Team Meredith and Team Anti Meredith. Oh man, I feel like I hated Meredith when I was like, I don't know, I don't. I think I'm just the chaos. The chaos is, I don't know. I cannot back up that claim. But all I can say is, at the time, I loved the Mistress TBH. Yeah, yeah. Also, just a little quick thing going back to hannah she gets a text from a that says heads up hun hefty hannah never gets the guy uh, and then i wrote that's on alliteration <laughs> i wrote lol okay <laughs> just to be like i mean hannah was also it wouldn't matter if she is hefty doesn't matter what size you are she's exactly. gorgeous but um hannah does get the guy she absolutely does she gets many guys anyway um, and then I've written daddy issues engage steals car because uh, after that text, she stor- grabs Sean's keys, storms off, is walking towards a car and Mona with the exposition comes through and goes, Hannah, why are you taking Sean's car? This is undeserved. Um, well, actually, no, we'll get to that later because all we see is uh, she drives off. I want to talk about for an hour um, about, no, I'm oh. just kidding. Um, about I know what you're gonna say. 
how many people drove to the party? <laughs> That's what I want to talk There's about. There's so many cars. It's There's like, so many cars. It's like, and I'm like, this is a big booze up at like someone's like, it's like, it's a big booze up. I don't when know. we meet Noel Khan, he's talking about, he says the sentence, this is something along the lines of this is going to be a great party. Think parents in a different time zone. He's setting up drinking, drugs, whatever it is. People. And there's just the street is full of cars. And yeah. Hannah's Maybe boyfriend drove this fancy car. Oh, true. Maybe they're all going to stay over. There's a Which lot of cars. Anyway, I was just. And, and it also, is like, his everyone cabin. Drove home. It's, it's not his house, it's at the cabin. So maybe. I don't know, but yeah, you're right. So many cars. Um, I've written here from the next scene that we go to. How does Arya know where Ezra lives? I know. Because and it's a big no-no. She shows up at his apartment before when I said she may know his car. Fair enough. She probably knows his car from the parking mm. lot at school. My only way to think of it is that she has followed him. She's, she's driven in her car and followed his car. Because how so else true. is she going to know where he yeah. lives? Isn't that so fucked up? Um, it's really messed up and I, I don't I don't appreciate this whole scene and Ezra is a weak man mm-hmm. Ezra weak this episode is really trying to like hold strong like I think there's a lot of times where he's like no I'm trying to do the right thing and he fails um, and then miserably he sees a 16 year old girl and he's like you know what this sounds fun um, and, and basically then... she's, she's she comes to him crying about her situation with Meredith and is like can we just be here or something like that and then they hug in the hallway Sketchy as fuck. I mean, I d- wish Ezra would never, even though he does, not to spoil, but uh, bring her into his apartment. But if you were in that situation and you were being a little predator and one of your students mm. came to you and was like, can we just be yeah. here and hug in the hallway? Wouldn't you be like, come inside, I don't want anyone to see me doing this? But then if someone saw you, her going into the apartment, maybe that's worse. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't stop him from doing it. Now we're in his head and I don't like it. Um, We're thinking like a predator. Hannah crashing the virgin's car is wild. (laughs) 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 But like, that's not this, like he he said notice. Like, yes, he called her desperate, which is a little, it is mean. Mm. Um, But... He, it's not nice to crash someone's car because they've turned you t- turned down your sexual advances. I'm gonna say it's never nice to crash someone's car. It's you know what? <laughs> Go on record. Yes, I should have led with that. Put that on the transcripts. I should have led. led with that. Um, then I just wrote Toby sitting on some stairs, thinking face. Um, he's spooky. He's a spooky <laughs> he's man. Spooky. This he scene is, is scary. Keegan like, Allen is apologizing great. and he's like touch Keegan. Yeah, he's so good. And he's like just touching this like car part. What's he? I don't know. Or camera. I don't, I know. don't know what he's doing. But it's, I've written Emily thanks Toby on the porch because they live next door to each other, as you know. And then Jenna is in the background in the house creeping on, on him. chair. Like I'm like, is it a rocking chair? From, from in, my, in my head, it's a rocking chair. I love and if it's not, it, it is oh. now. Um, and she's like, what was that about? And he's like, don't worry about it. And it's like. It's so weird. These two are bananas. Yeah. I love it. We're going to find out eventually why and what, what the dynamic between Toby and Jenna gets dicier and more fucked up. Oh, um, oh it does. Oh, man. So oh, that's going to be fun. That's uh, going to be really fun. Um, then we're in the woods and Arya is wearing long boots rock. with shorts. Yeah, they're at the kissing rock and Arya is in long boots with shorts. 
Yeah. What a, and I wrote, what a stop move. going into the woods. Stop it. Knock it off. <laughs> Knock it off, girls. I've written Spencer tells all of the rest of the girls that Ali had something on Toby. So she elaborates mm. on what she was telling them before about um, seeing them have that conversation. She finally explains, I think that she had something on Toby, which is why he's now come back to Rosewood because it's been mm. confirmed that mm. she's dead. So he's not afraid to be there with the fear that she's going to out him on whatever the secret is that we will find out eventually. Ooh. Um, then they find Ali's bracelet. Like I said, they all have a woven bracelet with their name yes. etched into it. They find Al- They hear a noise and then they look down at the ground and they see the one that says Allison on it. And they're always like, they're all like, <gasps> this is evidence, babe, and you shouldn't touch it. You should call the police and call tell and them to come to this place. Adult. Yeah, Call an adult. And then we have the first post A scene, which is oh, because it's worth noting. Um, back when uh, Emily and Maya come out of the photo booth, oh yes. someone, someone in like a black jacket, at, which becomes the black A hoodie, uh, steals, gets their grubby little fingers on this hot little cute photo moment, mm-hmm. which and then means. Emily is like, yeah. That A was at Noel Khan's party. We just have to remember. A is at the party. There's a photo booth at it's crazy. Um I think this is this scene is definitely meant to look like Toby did it. It I think we're meant to believe Toby is obsessed with Emily here. Yes, um, because um then the post the, the the A scene that we see is mm. like hundreds of copies in all different sizes yeah. of the Maya and Emily kissing Polaroid blown up all over a wall. Why is Toby in the girls' change room? Oh, a great question. Well, he, I don't. He wasn't is in there answered? initially. He wasn't in there. I think my guess is that the boys and girls' change rooms are next door to each other. And he heard know. yelling. And he yeah, heard because yeah, yeah, yeah. Emily was yelling, "Get off!" She me. was yelling. Yeah. So he's and it, those change rooms are echoey as well. Yeah, man. Especially that it's, it's a pool. It's a school with a pool. School so, pool. Yeah, no, they're so echoey. So echoey. Um, but yeah, I do think this is we're meant to believe because I think this becomes a bit of a thing that we're meant to believe that Toby's obsessed with Emily. Yeah, definitely. Um, or he, I can't remember. I or like I. It'll be fun because we'll watch the next few episodes and be like, oh yes. But at this point, I think I remember being like, yeah, Toby's a. Yeah, and we're, and this um, is the thing. Every episode, they do such a good job of convincing us that it's someone different, yes. and it, you walk away being like, I'm convinced it's this person, and it's just. We love this show. And that's episode three, To Kill a Mocking Girl. That's episode three. Who's the hottest parent aside from Ashley Marin to you? Um, Honestly, I think in this one, it's Alan Montgomery for me. Um, We love her opening her art gallery. True. We love an artsy queen. Love um, her going to the movies with her daughter. We love some mother-daughter time. Yeah. Ella's like the cutest mum. Yeah, Ella sure. is like the mum you kind of want to have. Yeah, um, she's the most like friendly. Whereas, like in the context of the show, Hannah's mum is the mum I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in real life, um, yeah, I think Ella Montgomery is a saint. Piper from Charmed is a saint. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's a tie between Piper from Charmed and um, Spencer's mum. Yeah. But I, but I do not appreciate her contributing to like kind of a, the 
the culture in and I just got like a thing I'm so sorry um I don't appreciate Spencer's mum kind of contributing to like the diet culture in the house but look this was a decade ago yep <sighs> different times different times different times and that's those episodes amazing uh what a great what a great pair it was a great pair. These episodes of um, it was really really good. It's fun. It's, I feel like this the show has really begun. Now that we've had our first A scene, it's begun. Like I am so excited to kind of get out of like exposition land and go into the mystery of it all. Yes, that's all. Yeah, and so yeah. the next episode we will be diving into uh, episodes three and four of season one. So it's called "Can You Hear Me Now?" and "Reality Bites Me." Arf, 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 that's me biting. It was great. I love this episode. I love these episodes. I'm so excited to keep going. Me too. Love doing this with you. I love doing this with you. And I love, love you. I love you. And I love everyone. And I love Pretty Little Liars. And I love Pretty Little Liars. We, love we talk smack about it, but it's all love. All the best. Thank you for being here, everyone. Thank you for listening. We love you the most. More than uh, our families, our friends, ourselves. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Call an Adult. We appreciate you more than Alison appreciates immortality, my darlings. Please give the show some love by giving us a five-star rating and review on your podcast platform of choice. You can stay up to date on episodes by following our Instagram at call.an.adult as well as our respective Instagrams at Ashley Crapapp and at Hayley Tanto. Have a lovely day and don't forget, shut, shut your, your damn blinds! blinds. See ya! Call an Adult is recorded on the stolen lands of the Boonwurrung and Woiwurrung people of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of the land. Sovereignty was never ceded.